Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Well, hello listeners. I really have no idea what I am doing. I am doing something completely different this time by trying to go live on the Lose the Cape broadcast. I have never done this before. I am just kind of exploring and checking it out on July 5th when I figure probably a lot of people are on long holiday weekends and nobody's paying attention anyway. At least that's the hope. For those of you who come back later and listen to this and are like, what in the heck just happened with that? Mm. Just forgive me. I'm experimenting to see if this could be a way for us to do our calls um, and see how the sound quality is, all of that kind of stuff for the podcast. All right. Yesterday was the 4th of July, and I had all intentions of recording some heartfelt message about the state of what's happening and how I feel about things and what's going on. And at the end of the day, I decided that my time was best spent just being a mom and being with my kids, and um, I spent the day out on the river with my kids. We went, we're lucky to have a nice river here, and uh, when the water levels aren't too high, it's great for just a low-key um, raft down the river. So we got our inner tubes, we took a picnic lunch, we got some beverages, we got a group of friends, and we went out and launched onto the river and spent four hours just floating down a quiet river. There were a couple of places with a couple little um, rapids, but not even when you consider rapids. I mean, this was like nothing. We went down over some rocks at a little bit faster of a rate, but there were no flipping of the boats or concern of anybody falling out or any of that kind of stuff. It was just nice. So um, anyway, but I've had a lot on my mind lately. You know, it's been a busy couple of months. If you are not new to our podcast and you've been listening and hanging out with us, you've seen a lot of things happen, particularly in the next, in the last six months. Um, I I've been busy very much. So with, with my business, which impacted how much I was able to devote to the podcast. But um, in April, my father passed away, which, really impacted me way harder than I envisioned considering he was sick for so long, um, but really made me think about a lot of things differently. We've had uh, the launch of our newest Lucy K book, the teen tween book, which um, is particularly for parents who are getting ready to move into this tween and teen stage of life and feel like they may need some support and advice or even just laughter and knowing that they're not alone with everything that's happening and you know life in general in in the United States of America I realize not all of you are Americans listening to this podcast um but for Americans for anybody who's been paying attention life has been weird lately and you know I'm in a weird position and I just want to talk really frankly and honestly because I know that we have different listeners of different viewpoints and values and political affiliations and but I want to explain to you why I feel like in a weird position. I mean for the most part when Aubrey was co-hosting with me and even now with Nancy like we don't hold back on expressing our opinions on how we feel about certain policies 
um, and, and the way things go down. But we try to always do it in a respectful manner. But I think there comes a point where it's one thing to discuss how we feel about a topic, and it's another thing to start moving into a position of advocacy and even activism on topics. And I feel really strongly really strongly that as mothers, we have a very unique position for having not only large scale um, ability to make change, but that we have a a responsibility to do so um, because of the fact that we're trying to create a world and an environment that is better for our children. And that's better for us as parents and mothers. And when I say, you know, I, I want us to take a stance on issues and it's not just about the stuff that's hot heated issues in the news right now. It's not just about gun safety, although if you've listened to any of our episodes, you know that we are very strong advocates for safety and protecting our children, that children dying from an incident that could be uh, stopped is is high on the list of our agendas of things that we're advocating for. Um, Just making sure that people are storing safely, that people know how to ask if there are weapons in an environment where their kid will be playing, uh, making sure that you're having conversations with your children so that they know what to do if they find themselves in a place where there's an unsecured weapon, all those types of things that I think as mothers across the board, whether we own guns or not, has nothing to do with wanting to keep our children safe, right? So anyway, um, as our world gets a little bit crazier and all these things are happening, I I truly believe that as mothers, we have the best interest of our children at heart. And I think if that's where our focus is and where our mission is, I think most of us can find common ground regardless of which side of the issue we stand on. I mean, we may not love having to send in snacks to a preschool that follow a list of 10 guidelines. But at the end of the day, I think we know and understand that the reason those guidelines are there is because someone's child in the class has an allergy and could get very ill, if not die, if they consume something um, that's unsafe for them. So I think we realize that if that was our child, we would want other mothers to respect those things in the same way, you know? So, so kind of, um, I, I just wanted to have an open conversation and say that that we feel really strongly about our our using our voices as mothers. We feel really strongly about taking stands on issues. We feel really strongly about the need for mothers to be more involved in the decision making and the policies that are being um, created and enacted the local level at the state level and at the federal level. And we don't necessarily feel that you have to take this on a passion of yours. Trust me, I get it. When my kids were, let's just go with when they were at the ages of four, one, uh, no, I'm sorry, five, one, and born, or four, one, and born, whatever they were, they're sometimes three years apart, sometimes two. I can't keep up with math. That's too much for me to ask me to do. You know, when they were all in that three kids, five and under phase. And I was struggling to survive. I felt I'd had a good day if all of my kids had brushed hair, brushed teeth and clean undies on once they made it to undies, if I wasn't changing diapers every 30 minutes. Um, 
you know, I was not in a position at that point in time to get heavily involved in political or social change or justice. And and we recognize that there's a season and a, and a time for everybody. But I would like to say that there's so much happening that impacts all of us day to day as mothers that at a minimum, it'd be awesome if people were just kind of reading different sources of information and kind of keeping on top of of what's happening and if you don't have the time to do that well we feel that it's kind of our role as some, as a as an organization with a platform and a voice and an ability to share information with you then we'd like to be kind of that source for you are we a news outlet absolutely not. are we going to have opinions on topics heck yeah are we going to be right all the time no, not even close. I'm the first to admit that there are often things that I have gotten all fired up about when I wasn't educated on the subject. I wasn't thinking about it from the perspective of anybody but my life and my experiences. And I can't, you know, and I, and I haven't been right on my stance. And I hope to, at a minimum, create a place where we can talk and have conversations and and listen to to different sides of the situation and try and figure out what is um you know where we stand on issues and why why that's so important i think to understand the why so many people just follow blindly without ever really wondering why and that was me for a long time i had beliefs on subjects because that's the way my family had always believed but i didn't know why and when i started to think about how i really felt on particular topics i realized i didn't feel that way at all and i went a completely different direction than what the majority of my family felt about things so that was kind of a long tangent just to say, I just, I really, really, really feel compelled. I feel like there is a very little, um, very few places that are available where people can hear about what's going on, can talk about what's going on and can discuss it without rapidly being called an idiot without somebody just firing off all these bullet points that somebody came up with that don't even always make sense, but they're just what everybody's saying. They're the rhetoric of the day. So that's what everyone is going with. Or or you're like made to feel stupid for trying to talk about something that you may not really know and understand. And you can't even feel like you can about it because people make you feel like an idiot if you try and do that. And so, I don't know, with what's happening in our country right now, and I'm going to just talk very openly about how I feel about what is happening at the border. It's so strange to me that this has become such a hot topic with with so – the reason I think – obviously, it's a hot topic. We have a problem with immigration that needs to be fixed. Yes. Because obviously, even those of us who are the most liberal on immigration policy, no one understands that there has to be a way to do it properly. There has to be a system in place. We have to have things happening in order for us not to just be overrun by people coming into the country. I understand that completely. But what we have is a humanitarian crisis happening. And regardless of policy, regardless of any of those things happening, there are children being ripped out of their parents' arms in a traumatic environment and being put in cages. I have no idea what the reality of their living conditions are, but normally 
when you hear the word dog cage, that's enough to understand that it may not be a good situation. Ripped apart from their parents when they're less than two years old, appearing in court when they're under two years old. I don't want to get into an argument or a debate over the policy and what presidents did what and who's done what and what's happened and why it's necessary and blah, blah, blah. I want to look at this from the eyes of being a mother and talk about the fact that people came as a last resort. You don't flee your country with nothing other than what you can carry on your back and your children with no money, no home to go to, no nothing unless there's something really bad happening where you're at. And I think that's the First thing that people need to stop and think about, these people aren't just coming to follow the American dream. A lot of people have come to this country for that reason, but a lot of these people that are fleeing to the border, it's because there's something really bad happening in their home that's bad enough to make them say, I'm taking, I mean, just imagine, can you imagine, look around your house right now, can you imagine deciding tomorrow that you're going to fit what you can fit into a backpack Grab your children and go to Mexico or Canada or Venezuela or shoot even across your state border. Who would do that with nothing in the bank, nothing to live off? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would not unless there was a really, really valid reason to do so. So that's I don't care about the the politics and the policy behind it. I think before we can even have a discussion on that, we have to break it down to what's happening and how are we handling the situation? How are we handling these children? I'm not a, I'm not a politician for darn good reason. I'm not a policymaker. I am not the one to try and fix the big picture program. However, I can use my voice and say, there's something wrong with this. I agree that we can't just, you know, open up the borders and let everybody in, blah, blah, blah. There needs to be, but we are not handling this properly. This is not the way we treat women and children. This is not the way we treat toddlers. This is not what we do. We are a better country than this, and we can figure out something. Is it going to be easy? I don't know, but I'm at least going to not just stand by and say that this is okay. And I'm at least going to acknowledge the fact that this is a real problem and some emphasis needs to be put on it and and let the people who are passing the policies and allowing these things to happen know that this is not okay. It's just not. It's just not. And I, I, I would, you know, feel free to comment on our Facebook page, to send us an email at info at lose the cape.com, to um, comment on this, on this, episode, whatever you want to do to open up the uh, the conversation on it. But I have one rule, and that is it has to be done with respect, and you have to know at least a little bit what you're talking about. I don't want to hear the same bullet points that are just people are just copy, repeat, copy and paste, just repeating without ever even thinking about what's happening. Somebody actually posted a comment on our Facebook page the other day saying, well, if I was going to pick up my kids and move to another country, I would leave my children with a responsible adult or family member until I was established in the new, in the new place. And then I would send for my children. You just completely eliminated yourself as from the conversation in my point of view, because you obviously 
have no clue what's happening but on either side, why people are coming and what's happening to them when they get to the border. And it just like that level of ignorance, I'm sorry, is infuriating, infuriating. If, however, you know, there's a lot of area of room to talk about it. And again, you know, I, I don't want to sit on a high horse and say that I know all the answers and blah, blah, blah. I want to have a discussion. But I think that at the end of the day, I'm not a policymaker. I'm not going to be the one going through and reviewing immigration policy. I'm not going to be making changes to those kinds of things. But I sure can make sure that we are standing up and we are saying, this is wrong. We're not going to treat people like this, regardless of the process, regardless of anything. And, you know, we, we, we have a value of human life that doesn't allow us to treat people like this. We treat our criminals better than how we're treating these people. We provide for a better life in our prison system for people who have murdered, stolen, raped, done awful things, and they have a better quality of life than what these families are going through right now. That's just what I I want to raise as awareness on that, that it's not about getting fired up over who you voted for or which side of the party line you're on or even if the policy is correct. In my opinion, the, the discussion that we as moms can be influential in is saying this is not right. We are going to help support organizations who can come in and help manage the situation better, keep families together. Yes, let's go through the proper process of immigration. Yes, let's do it right. Yes, let's figure all of that out. But in the meantime, we don't treat people this way. That's just an example of one policy. And to be honest, if you can't, if you can't find some level of agreement on anything that I just said, then you're not the right fit to listen to this podcast. And it won't offend me if you decide to go away because I, I don't want to be engaging with and interacting with people who cannot at least come and say, this is a problem. We need to talk about it. We need to look at some solutions and, and get beyond the hatred, the anger, the calling each other names the all that kind of stuff and look at what we can actually do to try and make it better. My biggest concern right now is that there's so much apathy in our country. Um, there are so many people who are just sitting back and either saying, I'm not interested in politics and I don't want to talk about it, are refusing to come to the discussion in the first place, or they're saying, um, it'll fix itself. It always does. We were all scared when this person got elected. And look, it's 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 worked its, itself out. It's okay. You know what? A hundred years ago, fifty years ago, even thirty years ago, that was an okay. That was an okay stance to take. Everything has fixed itself, but we are in a totally different era right now, and things are happening that are completely different. And if we don't start voting for people that and and actually showing up at elections actually expressing ourselves actually telling them what's okay and not okay they're going to just write it the way they want it to be and one day in 10 or 15 years we're going to look back and say how did we get to this point how do we get to the point where all of our civil liberties have been stripped away, where we are living under a, an, a world where the laws do not represent the people, but the majority of the people, but represent the, the one or two percent. And, and we're going to be really, 
really, really in a bad position because we didn't take notice. We didn't stand up. We didn't do the small things. We didn't contact our representatives. We didn't speak out on topics that were important to us. We didn't do what we needed to do as a society to make sure that this wonderful country can continue for another 242 years with the same freedoms that we have today. Um, For those of you who don't know, who haven't heard my background, I served in the military for seven years. I am the granddaughter and the daughter of active duty military uh, for lifetime careers. I am the wife of a former Marine. Uh, You know, military heritage and serving our country runs strong in our blood. And um, I am a, a very passionate believer in using your voice and standing up, but I am also equally passionate about being respectful and having conversations. And um, from, you know, this perspective, what I want to be able to do is talk about issues that are particularly relevant to motherhood and um, making the world a better place for us as moms and to raise our children in and making sure that they have the things that they need. Just as a side note on on another topic that I'm really interested in raising awareness about is um, medical leave, family and medical leave, maternity leave, having enough sick time to be able to care for your family and digging into that. So it's not all about the hot topic issues, but it is a, a lot about just starting the conversation and talking about things and um, encouraging moms to want to discuss politics. I think we've done a huge disservice by making politics this nasty thing. And maybe if we can kind of change the conversation so that it is actually a conversation and that we're not just screaming at each other and calling each other names and, 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 you know, picking sides and it's us versus them and you versus me and all of this kind of stuff. I think that we'll see things changing and becoming a little bit different. There's a lot of things happening with our healthcare that are really impacting families and moms and children. There's a lot of things that are happening over a lot of issues that are really impacting us and will impact us on our day-to-day living and our day-to-day life. So I just think it's time. I think it's time that we as moms become a bigger part of the conversation. I'm so proud of the moms that are out there really starting organizations and starting movements and becoming active in seeing social change and political change for the embitterment of our of our nation and our society and for our world. And, you know, I'm not about to go launch a huge organization to make a change on a specific topic uh, because that's just not what I feel my calling is. But I do think that we have the opportunity to create an environment for talking about the topics in a way that's respectful and invites people of different backgrounds and beliefs to participate. I know that my views have been drastically altered shaped and 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 have become what they are because of life experiences conversations with people things that i've seen trips to other and living in other countries it's not 
from it's not from watching one news outlet and listening to only one source that I've been able to really form my opinions and my beliefs. And I hope that we can come to the point where more people have the opportunity to have a discussion, um, to get more information from other sources, to think about things from just what they're exposed to on a daily basis, and for us to really be able to um, influence positive change so that our children can grow up in a world that's better than the world that they came into. So thank you for listening to my 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 uh, discourse today on this topic. It means a lot to me. I really do believe that we can we can have a good discussion that informs people and helps them um, get involved in the process. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. So thank you for listening to that. Happy birthday, America. I hope that we can continue to have a great discussion. If you haven't gone out to check, if you've got teens and tweens, go check out Lose the Cape, Ain't Nothing But a Teen Thing. It's available on Amazon. And um and I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you and I'm excited for what's to come in the next year. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chum. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.